0: Hi and welcome to the Mountain Collective podcast. Cool. Hello, my friend. How are you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. good, good. So, uh, yeah, that's actually quite a quite a good introduction. I'm super excited for today. Uh, how are you doing? Bro? I'm
1: also very excited. I would like to tell everybody this. Uh, this was supposed to be happening uh, last May, right? And then uh, the invitation you have sent me has landed in the spam and I was getting rid of all my spams and cleaning my, and I saw this invitation and I was like, how rude I am. I didn't answer him. And uh, so I contacted you yesterday and now we're here. So I'm very glad to be invited to, to your, to your podcast, dude. And, um, of um, thank, thank no. you again for inviting me.
0: I've uh I've seen I've seen your uh, I've seen your you know picture and I was mesmerized since day one. So the moment that you messaged me back, I was like, bro, let's do it right now because I love your work. I'm I'm really excited that you are at the podcast today. So anytime, man. So that was um that was uh it's it's really interesting for the people who are listening. Go to the to go to his Instagram. I'll link that in the description. But um I would love to know a little bit more about you, man. Like about your past and what what made you what what's the spark to become a, a great photographer. If you want to go to my instagram for
1: first is sasha elage s-a-s-h-a-e-l-a-g-e sasha elage so this is my instagram so to answer your question since i was a kid i was always attracted by uh the, the visual stuff in life but i did not understand that can be art so i remember when i was a kid uh going to school in a bus and there was this reflections and movements and lights in the window and I was looking at them, and I was fascinated by them. And then uh, I was looking at the trees and the flowers, at the shadows and at the waves. So I was like really, really into visual stuff, and um, not not really into other emotions. Uh, like, uh, of course, I, I'm, an, I'm, I'm a normal guy. I'm not a psychopath. Like, but okay. I, I I have a lot of emotion when I look at things or colors or shapes or stuff. And I started doing a lot of art when I was a child. And at the age of eight, at school, I had my first show, and um, I think my it's my dad who helped me to organize this. And in school, there it was not very common back then to have something like this. And um, and yeah, so I I've, I think I've, I was born into it, but I did not understand anything about art. My mom is a doctor, my dad is a doctor. They have a sense of aesthetics and like they read a lot of books about art and stuff. But no, no nobody in the family doing it. And so until till the age of fourteen, I was doing a lot of art, drawing and drawing stuff and painting and but no, nothing about photography and i discovered photography at the age of 24. so i was like and i was making fun of photographers all my life because you know and then i started living in the south of france and there was a lot of tourists with their camera shooting things especially japanese tourists taking pictures of shadows of streets of of, of drops of water on the car and i was like what the hell they're doing and uh, and then at the age of 24 by some sort of mistake, I discovered photography. And I understood this is, is is magical. I was obsessed with it. I was sleeping with my camera. Like I was shooting everything, technically everything. And uh, I never stopped since the age of 24. So it's like 19 years. I started photography,
0: like it's been 19 years I'm doing photography. Yeah. So if I ask you like, this is quite a hard question. Sorry oh. to start, sorry to start with this role, but but yeah, we are deep in it right now. Nothing, nothing's hard for me. I'm very tough. What is the one thing that keeps you going? You want an honest question?
1: Yes, please. I um, don't believe that um, we should do things just for pleasure or uh, to be in a fair play life. Like, I never wanted to play football. I always wanted to be a solo guy. You know, I I don't like collective stuff. Uh, So um, when you're a photographer, you play alone. You cannot blame it on the others. So you can can make more... Well, you can be a director, but you have 300 people working with you. Or uh, you can make an album. You can always blame on the drum player or producer or something. But when you make a photo, it's only you. So I, I am very responsible. And when I do something, it's me. So uh, first of all. And a second, I understood that a lot of people think photography is like recording something, you know? It's like push on a button and then you record things. And uh, the photographers who, I've, uh, who I have admired when I was... When I started my journey, there were photographers who were changing the scene. They were modifying reality. So for me, the process is to modify reality with a camera, which which makes it a little bit harder because camera is supposed to record the reality, right? And so by using techniques like overexposure, underexposure, flash, uh, street lights, any 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 light opportunity, I consider myself as a light opportunist. Like uh, if I see a light anywhere, I run to it. I'm attracted by light, like like um, like for me it's like my my food and so i understood i can do a lot with photography i understood that um, it's not gonna sound you can that might sound arrogant but there's like a lot of people say oh photography everything has been done and no 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 no. i think the up was it i think there's so much to be done with photography and i'm gonna prove to some people that you guys are wrong that's why i never use photoshop i don't have photoshop i don't have a computer I don't use, like, I just upload my photos from from my camera on my phone and post them. I don't use Photoshop, I don't use any digital transformation and I believe that you can make magic with a camera and I think of myself as a painter. So what keeps me going is, like, I want to be a painter of the 21st century. Um, You know, um, because nobody today in the streets is walking today uh, and making paintings like they used to do in the 19th century. So I think this is for us to do now, the photographers, to create a new vision, to push the limits, the visual limits, the artistic boundaries, and 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 pay tribute to the great masters who were before us, because my main inspiration come from painters. So I I wanna I wanna be the greatest possible. First of all, I do it to myself and if people if it resonates with others, that's 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 the best thing that can happen. And I see a lot of people love my art and it makes me happy. And See, people who have never done photography before, I, I, I inspired them to do photography, and now they send me their photos and they tag me, and they're doing amazing stuff, because they understood they can make magic with a small, cheap camera, without computers, without filters, without having a studio, without having a professional camera and 6,000 Euro lens. So my approach is creativity. It's so exciting, it's so beautiful, so, so that will keep me going forever, because there's so much to do. There is so much to do in any domain, in football, in rock and roll, in music, and architecture. Just go. Don't let them tell you, oh, everything has been done. There's nothing more you can do. You know? Yeah. Uh, um, So it's a a personal challenge for me to say, like, there's so much to do. And everything I've done before, I can delete it today and start again. I can start today. Yeah. From zero. No problem.
0: So the best photo is the photos that I'm going to do tomorrow. I'm not proud of the things that I've done. Yeah, exactly. So it's always like 1% more. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: And like, how can we complain? We have computers, we have planes, we have digital cameras. Like, look at the masters before us. Look at the horrible life they had. They were traveling for 25 days to go to a point, to paint it, and maybe get dropped on the road, or have a disease, or there was no antibiotics. They were dying just to go visit a museum. And today we can do everything. I was oh, I don't feel it. I'm not feeling it, I'm not. How can you complain? We have everything. We, we all should be good.
0: Like, or, or the uh... better. <laughs> or the, uh, the the famous uh, sentence, I'm not inspired.
1: That doesn't exist. That doesn't like I'm not inspired. You go out in the street. It's raining. There's something to do with the, with the water, with the reflection. It's snowy. Amazing. I love snow. Look at my photos. Most of them are snow. There are nobody in the street. It's beautiful. There's plenty of people. It's great. There's something happening. It's amazing. There's nothing happening. Make it happen. So excuses. We find excuses for everything. And I don't I don't accept that. And I I have a struggle. I have a personal struggle with extra weight. I always think I'm, I'm not fit enough. So I go to the gym every day. Do you think I like it? I hate the gym, (laughs) but I, but I go because so no, no excuses. Just keep on going, keep on creating, keep on working and yeah, and be nice.
0: Exactly. I mean, those are, those are from, from the artistic side and obviously life at some point becomes, becomes a better place, but obviously because you are traveling to, to, you are physically going to somewhere. You are physically going to, to hike maybe a mountain. You are physically going to the Saharas to just get that one picture. So life also gets enhanced, right?
1: Life gets completely enhanced. Uh, like um, I'm living with a wonderful woman now, uh, uh, who's been three years together. She was not uh, really into uh, videography and photography. She was doing some videos, but she was not into it. And now she's a professional videographer. She has a school and there's like, um, she has like more than 500 students. and uh, the woman that you see on my picture is my wife. Her name is Lou. She's a uh, brilliant. and uh, by discovering photography and and, and and taking it to the highest level, now she's really I I ask her opinion when I do a photo. It's like, what do you think about this? And in within three years, she she not, she she has built a very strong opinion about art and photography. but of course cause she's not she's not lazy. She's been reading a lot, going to a lot of shows. Um, buying a lot of books and she told me how I was able to live all these years without loving photography and art and I was like uh, life is a mistake without it so uh, I and, and then we can go to any country we don't need to go to any supermarket or mall or places to do shopping we just take our cameras and walk in the streets and go hike a mountain or go to a bridge or anything and just we will learn so much about the architecture about the people about the animals the animals are fascinating who cares about animals today people go to like oh amusement center shopping casinos and you all see the same people you know same businesses same brands same restaurants how much you can eat how much you can drink how much you can lose money how many bags you can buy like I had an obsession with the, with the starling birds when during the lockdown in Nice. We were not allowed to go out of our home only for one hour. So, and there was these birds that were flying together, like thousands and thousands of them. And I was like, wow, these are amazing. And I started taking pictures of them and uh, it became an obsession. Now I know everything about the starling birds. I can tell you where they come from, how they live, what they eat, where they, how they migrate from one point to another, the shape they made. I know everything about it. And it was so fascinating. And and then you learn more about yourself. These birds come from Northern Europe, all the way south to Italy, to Africa. And they stay together because they understood if they are alone, they can be attacked easily by other birds. They stick into hot places near parkings and trees. And it's it's, it's like, it's life happening around you. And when I was taking pictures of them, people were telling me, oh, they're going to crap on you. We hate these birds. How can you hate a bird? Like, what's wrong with you people? So, uh, life becomes very interesting. Anything becomes super interesting when you are into visual arts or music. I have, mu- I have friends who are musicians. If there's some noise or an ambulance or something, they just pick up a guitar and try to do something with it. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 it's super cool. Too. Like, art, art makes what, what makes us, what's the difference between humans and animals? Like, we make art, and art makes life bearable. You're depressed, you listen to a song you love. You're not feeling good, you go and walk, you watch you watch a movie or you watch a show. Something about art, it makes life... Otherwise, like, we'll be eating, drinking and sleeping. What an exciting yeah. life, right?
0: Or working uh, at, a, at an office. Or working. Or
1: and working. Exists. Or working. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so, I, uh, yeah, I never get bored. I'm, uh, there's always something to see when, yeah. when you're an artist. And that's something you can learn. I was not like this all my life. Like, I'm telling you, till the 20... 20- the age of 24, I have never done a photo before. And I was going somewhere. I was, what you can buy, what you can eat. uh, What should we visit? Like, you know, monuments. And this is it. And now a little thing, a bird or a tree or a mushroom or a light or a star or a reflection or a wave that is a little bit different because you see, oh, this is different. Oh, this wave was made because of this. And the reflection on the water. Everything is super interesting, and there's a reason for everything. And you start seeing this little st- amazing stuff
0: only because you're a photographer. If you're not a photographer, you don't pay attention to it. Where should we? Yeah, I think, should we I think, go? I think. Yeah, I think it has to do with the, with focusing on on one. Uh, it's it's almost like actually, technically as well, focusing on one point. Like when you have a camera, you actually like you have the plus, and you actually focus on one thing for a long period of time. And that enhances your goals. It's almost like uh, setting your goal to a specific thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I I, like, I'm not defending only
1: photography. Any form of creativity is good. Anything. But uh, just, I see a lot of people who are very talented, very interesting, very smart, and they waste all their time on TV, on applications, on, on this stuff, and one thing very important, I'm very happy now, the last three years, because when we met with Lou, we got rid of the TV. We got but- rid of TV. no TV. Yeah, Don't yeah. watch. Over-saving. You want to have, a- have an interesting life? Get rid of your TV. Because yeah. what I tell you, 99% of it is wrong or fake or uh, not true or depressing or, uh... oh, no, get rid of your TV, take your camera. Go for a walk. Go to somewhere you don't know. Read about artists you don't know. Do things you don't know. And uh, stress yourself a little bit. And uh, surprise yourself. This is what I try to do as a photographer to surprise myself. I was like, how how this will look if I if I photograph it from above with a flash in this condition? Like, I will come back in two hours. I will come back another day. It's like, you know, a little bit like a, like a weird serial killer. You know, we kill somebody somewhere, and then he come, he come back to the same place to get the same remote. No, after three years. And the, and this is where the cops are going to arrest them because they've been waiting for them to go to that place. So a photographer is a little bit weird because you get so much emotion from some photo and then you come, ba- come back to the same place, try to to feel it again. And it's never going to happen again. And you can never going to get the same emotion, but but the good thing is like you're going to make another photo that you were not thinking about. Now, when I was chasing these birds... I was like running. I was only looking at the birds in the sky and it was very dangerous because I was running between the cars and beep, beep, beep. And I was like, okay, I was, and then by mistake, I found something else. And I stopped photographing the birds and I switched to another, you know, I said like, okay, I had so much emotions here. I could not get any satisfaction anymore from the birds. And I went to something else. And, and because you are running, when you're on a bicycle, the
0: only way not to fall is to keep on going. So momentum yeah yeah, yeah. okay, if, but th- if
1: it's not then it stops.
0: but that's the thing, right? Like so uh, like personally i've I've studied fine arts and I've been a 3D artist for a long time. and I've, mm-hmm. I've, I can also speak to my my younger self, let's say that it has been a big challenge for me like to stay on the momentum because you get like the wind, you get the the obstacles, you get, you know, like the small hits from left and right. Maybe you see someone biking faster than you who already reached uh, their goal. So mm-hmm. uh, one of the things that I that I notice is is that you know along the journey especially for the ones that are coming up like to be on your level um is that they you know they have this issue of monetization right like they don't know as an artist especially um there is this, there is almost this unbalanced balance that has to be between like do I go completely for the commercial side or do I go completely for the artistic side what mm-hmm. what I like how especially also maybe their parents also are seeing them like hey how are you doing are you going to school? They're like, no, no, no. I'm just gonna go outside and shoot some pictures. I'm like, what, well, you know? So you get like a lot of, co- these are like- go, go, go and get your go get yourself a real job,
1: right? Yeah, yeah, be a doctor yeah. or- Yeah, be, be a doctor or an architect. Oh, well, like uh, your guitar is not gonna bring you money, your camera, what's where what you're gonna- So that's uh, the real question that we have. Oh, it is, it is a real question. And uh, I built my life around photography. Uh, so I've managed to be financially Independent from my photography, because when I started photography at the age of 24, um, I was living back then in Paris, and I my, I went uh, to to work uh, in a studio for for photography. Very good studio. They were doing advertisement for champagne, famous champagne brands, jewelry, um, fast cars, and all kind of things. But all the day we were inside the studio with flash. You don't see the light, and you have 15 people to make a photo of a of a bicycle. You have like one art director, the assistant, the representative of the brand, the art buyer, I don't know what to call these people. There were so much people to take a picture of a bicycle and, and that bicycle would be sold for Christmas, like in some magazine. And we were there for three days and I was like, and there was this photographer I used to work for, for his name is Marco. And I was like, Marco, why, why we need some, he said like, shut up, they are paying. So we have to listen to them. Yeah. And as this is where I, it was very, very frustrating for me. And then we shot another stupid thing and another thing. And there was like so much money, so much budget to take a, one single picture. And some people would arrive with a taxi on high heels and a coat. And, oh, there's a lot of yellow in the yellow. Can we put more blue in the orange? And they will leave and they will come back in two days. And we have to leave the set. And I was like, is this what I want to do? Mm. And they were paying me. I said, like, no, I quit photography. This is not the photography I want to do. So I've never done weddings. I've never done real estate. I've never done advertisement. I've never done all those stuff. And I've managed to find another way for making money. I created my own business. So I can be free and I can be the photographer I want today. A lot of my friends who are photographers, they hate photography. When they finish their day at 6, after shooting chocolate, or Nutella, or you know, anything for brands, or
0: hotels, or they like, oh, don't talk about photography. They don't, they, they go on vacation oh, to Iceland. This is very, very true. It's almost like, let's talk about, so let's escape.
1: They go out at six, they wanna drink 17 beers, and, the, and even if there's a guy on a flying carpet with a snake and a rainbow and aurora borealis, they will not bother to pick up their camera and shoot it because they've been shooting all the day in the studio. So I understood this will assassinate my passion. So I left, and I, and I refused to do photography that I don't like. And this applies also to music. I have a very great friend who's a guitarist, and he's like he refused to play in 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 for for weddings when somebody's like, oh, okay, he's a great guitarist, like he plays amazing music. Uh, plays a song, you know, some popular song where there's no guitar in it. Uh. And just because they pay you So it's like some sort of intellectual prostitution You know Yeah. So um, I know you have to do it You have to make money But if you have a major goal in your life An obsession A passion You have to make sacrifice Would you sacrifice your passion And regret it when you are 70 Or would you sacrifice some comfort or some money I would never Change anything I've done today because today, I have people from China, from Korea, from Argentina, from the whole planet, telling me, we love your art. And my my work is published in magazine, in, in Asia, in Europe. And people are collecting and buying my prints. And uh, I'm not famous, but like people are started to know about me. And my goal was not to be famous. My goal was to be sincere with myself, and honest with myself. And the day I'm gonna die, I will say like, was a happy guy? doing all the things i've done i would say yes i i don't regret it but it was not comfortable right i've been doing photography for 19 years and i was i was sending photos to contests, photography contests they were not even selecting me among the 20 winners so there were 20 guys who were winning and there was a the guy who, who got the like the, the major prize and i was not even selected and the funny thing that these guys who always refused my art for the last 20 years now they are inviting me to participate for free and they are using my photos as a promotion for their contest. So it's very funny. Yeah. So you yeah. you have to be very patient. If you want something in life, it's maybe is maybe it's gonna take five years, maybe it's gonna take five months, maybe it's gonna take fifty years. Yeah. Are you courageous enough to go for this? I my decision was very clear. When I was twenty five years old, I was like, okay, I'm gonna do photography no matter what's gonna happen. Even if I'm gonna lose friends, even if it's going to have a huge impact on my personal life, on my family, on the people that I was in a
0: couple, um, what's your priority? It's, it's crazy. You have to be, you have to be crazy. It's very, and, uh, it's interesting. It's very interesting. I just had this conversation like, I'm, I'm in this conversation for the last, at least uh, maybe like a year, maybe one year and a half. It's funny that, uh, that you say that. It's, I, I can relate to that. Hopefully the listeners can relate to this as well. But it's uh and the listeners are mostly mostly you know this kind as well. So, uh, I, I applied for an internship at the, at the Media Monks. I can say it, you know, uh, loud and clear. It's uh, say it, say it, say it, say it. And now they are back, right? Well, I had I had a founder, I had a founder on the podcast just uh just you know like a one year ago, and uh, you know like I never really heard about the internship because uh, I wasn't ready yet. Just just to be completely clear, you know, I wasn't ready yet at the time but it's mm-hmm. funny like just like few years later you can you can have the the founder of 9000 people uh of that company which is 9000 people on your podcast just casually like that so exactly what you said like, great. for me was that it's, that's great yeah. man Congratulations. it's um, i i can relate to your story completely however i still i still believe that it's a challenge man like you always wake up in the morning and you always have to do it again i'll i'll, I'll do it again there's no highest pleasure like
1: <laughs> than being in a in a dark, scary, windy minus twenty five degrees somewhere in the middle of Norway and make a photo of the wheel of your car. Yeah, that's something not some fjord, not some Instagramish, you know. Just go travel the whole planet to take a picture of some shit on your dashboard or some abandoned car. And that will end up as a cover photo for the Cannes Film Festival for the queer palm. so life is fair, you know. You you, 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 and don't copy. Don't do like everybody. If everybody is doing something that is popular, like we will end up by by all doing the same photo. Uh, why? Why? Try to be different. Really, it's easy. It's really easy to be different. It's not scary. Just be yourself, be yourself. right? No. Yeah. Be yourself. Like uh, now, everybody have blue hair. So it's not interesting to have blue hair. So dudes, like, if you want to be different, like, just have a regular haircut, like you. <laughs> this, this is more courageous. Like, uh, last last year I was on the beach, and everybody was having a tattoo except me. So I was like the badass guy. I was like the weird, like, you know.
0: <laughs> so, so just be yourself. He's the, o- he's the only one who survived not to have a tattoo, you know? <laughs> uh, No, you know why? Because
1: how can you be sure? Of something that you did today, that you're gonna love it for the next ten or twenty or thirty years. How? Mm. I like this tattoo, like temporary, like a rent. You know, you can you can have it for a month. But like when I was when I was twenty, I wanted to have a tattoo of a bird in a broken cage, and he's flying away and bleeding. And it was and I wanted to write below forever free, because it was a song of a band that I was used to listen to. It it's like cheesy rock and roll from the '90s, Cold Wasp. Like. Imagine me today, I'm like, I'm like 43 and I'm, I'm, I'm in a, in a a relation with somebody and I have here like forever free. Like, what are you trying to prove? (laughs) And, And an eagle and a bleeding eagle and a kind of broken cage. Yeah. So it's okay to be stupid. It's okay to make mistakes, but it's not okay to be stupid forever. That's why I didn't do a tattoo.
0: Yeah. My favorite one is never regret. I know,
1: I know. A lot of people are gonna hate me now, but guys, it's just a podcast where where we're we're laughing, you know. It's it's just for fun.
0: But maybe I'm gonna do it the two tomorrow. I don't know. <laughs> my favorite one one is uh never regret. You know.
1: No, I'm I'm telling you, my mom's a doctor, and her job is to also she's like she's a specialist in skin and stuff, and. It's it's funny how many people come to her to remove her ta- their tattoo, way more than people who are actually doing tattoos. It's a new business. If if you make tattoos and and you're not ha- you're not having enough clients, start removing them. You you, you should be <laughs> there.
0: There's more <laughs> well people up. buying these patches to stop smoking than be- people buying cigarettes. You know. Exactly. So, it's interesting. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, these are these are decisions, but like I'm. Uh, I'm just, so you said that you also have your know, prints and you're working on 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 a book. Yes, uh, this um, it's like I've, I have so much work
1: and uh, when I came back from Iceland exactly a year ago and I made this series called Magic Island I was not planning to make a book uh, because I, I also think lots of people make a book and they sell like 10 copies of it it's a lot of money, it's a lot of work, it's a huge work, it's a lot of work to make a book, so everybody want to make a book I haven't done it yet, it's like not, not over but we're working on it but it's I was also very careful of like, why I need to make a book, you know, uh, I'm very comfortable with this ego thing. It's like, am am I that important to make a book? You know, now somebody who goes to, to the Bahamas on vacation for a week and he come back and he want to make a book. So yeah, uh, is that, is that something that people will buy? Is that something that people need? Do we need another book on a, in a library that to collect dust on it? So, uh, I was like. Of course, as a photographer, I like my work to be published. But then people started telling me emails, like every, every day on Instagram, on email. Are you going to make a book of this? If you make a book of this, I'll buy it. We need a book of this. I cannot afford to buy all your prints, make, put them in a book. And I personally love books. And when I was younger, like I was sometimes hesitating between buying food and buying a book when I was living in Paris. And you know, photography books are not cheap. So I was buying a book and and not having dinner. So because I, I really love, I I eat books. So so it was a lot of people asking me to do it, and then I was started working on it. it was there was a great guy, a designer in, in 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 Denmark. His name is Louis Montes. He made a lot of great books, and uh, we we finished the book. We are making many now versions of it. We are finalizing the dummies, and um, and now it's there's many different process of how to sell it. Uh, are, should I print it or should I go th- through a publisher? We have some contacts. We have people asking to help us. So hopefully it's going to be for this year, the Magic Island book. Uh, and there will be a lot of photos that are not on my Instagram, not on my website. So um, um, yeah, it's, it's, I'm only making it because I think it's good. You know, I'm, I'm, I am I'm I don't make things just to make things. If it's not good, I don't make it. And uh, I hope people will love it, but it's the kind of book that I would buy. I try to make a book that I will buy. I try to make the
0: photos that I would like to look at. Uh, why would I do something I won't buy? Yeah, for why the people I, are listening. Yeah, for the people yeah. who are listening, they might not see that you are sitting right in front of. Well, your picture is right in in, in, in your back, your back, like literally this, this, behind you. This, this, you know, it's and
1: it's this. Uh, yeah, this is a photo of this uh, red magic horse that I took in uh, in Iceland. And it's it became like super viral. Everybody's sharing it, and I've even met people somewhere, and it was on their uh, on their cell phone. That screen, yeah. Yeah, I was in an airport, and there was this 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 girl talking with somebody, and I've seen my horse on on uh, on on her iPad, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it, it, it's a very famous photo now, and uh, that's that's that makes me very happy. Uh, but there's something mystical to it. A lot of people say like, it makes me cry or makes me very emotional or it makes me, uh, it looks like a unicorn or it looks like a creature from, from, yeah, it's something that I can explain why it's so so popular. And it, you, can't, not, you can't. I can't. I can't explain. But I can explain that this is where you start learning. I, I think like I know photography, but then with this photo I understood I know nothing about photography. I know That's nothing. That's so because it captured the moment that i before stopping and taking this picture we were driving in a location on northern iceland in december the road was a nightmare hell wind snow slippery scary dark and then we were driving driving and we got lost like wow it's like really i was like the scariest times of my life and then we stopped the car and as somebody has pushed on a pause bottom, the wind stopped. The snow stopped hmm. and this horse was in front of me. So I just like went down and took a picture of it. And he was like, looking at me posing majestic it was a fjord behind and another mountain and you know, in Iceland, there's wind all the time, but sometimes for five minutes, there's no wind because something, something more crazy is coming. So like you are in the eye of the tornado, you know, or something like this. They don't have tornadoes, but it's a different type of wind. And these five minutes, he was like. He looked at me, I looked at him, he was fascinating me, and I think he was attracted by my camera and my red flash, and it was like a secret handshake between us. And he kind of said to me, you, you're going to be fine, you're going to be okay. And uh, I left, I went to my hotel, finally found the hotel, parked, and then the storm started even worse, and at night I could not sleep. So I came back to visit him again, to do another type of photos, and uh, maybe
0: I have it here, wait. Oh, nice. I'm very. Uh, for the people listening, I will definitely, uh, I will definitely check this out on on Instagram. It's it's also like this. Can you see it? Yes. So I it. when I when I came back, the horse was was his friends, and I take a picture with the flash, and the snow looks like uh, some. You know, it's art. It's almost it's almost like somewhere in the cosmos. Absolutely, absolutely. Because I was dreaming of that, like I was not able to see, and
1: trust me, it was. I don't like to talk about things, you know, I, everybody can be religious or mystical or something, but, and, but I felt something very deep this night. It was crazy. They, like, I was like, what the hell is happening? I was having goosebumps. I couldn't sleep. And I came back again. I got them some food. They didn't care about it. I get them like apples and bananas. They thought, fuck you. We don't like, we don't want it. So, uh. Yeah, and, and started this very strong relation with animals in the middle of uh, an island in the North Atlantic who've been there for a thousand years, who've never been mixed with another type of horses. You know, you cannot breed horses to Iceland from from outside. And if an Icelandic horse leaves Iceland, he cannot come back because he might get some diseases or something. So they are very kind, very brave it's unbelievable how much can be cold and windy and wet and snowy. And they are here majestic. They don't care. They're not afraid of you. Nobody has ever attacked them because they don't have wolves or bears. Nobody hunt them, nobody kill them. They used to before, but now, no. So, um, it's this confidence being somewhere in the middle of a snow and the cold. And you've been there for a thousand years and and you're afraid of nothing. And they come to you, and they speak to you. And um, I have—I'm not an animal person, but the Icelandic horses are. Uh, if I can have one in my in my house, I would love to, <laughs> like like a dog or a cat. It, that, yeah, it's there. So I'm very, very. So I think people understood these emotions with this photo. I think so because there's something very, very strong. So uh, now I try to be more spiritual with my photography. Before it was only visual, and I will. I, I believe that emotion can can be can you can wake up emotion by the visual and the aesthetics and the colors and the perspective.
0: Uh now there's something more, something behind it. I love it. I love it, it man. Like this is this has been this has been a journey for you. Bro, I can tell you, Sasha, so, so, like it has been a journey for me as well. Thank you so much. I really, really appreciate how man. how how far how like how, how you took us from the beginning until now where what I understood from the conversation is that it's it like every time there is there is a step up. Every time there is a higher level. Every time there's a new level. There's a new level. Like I really
1: think I'm, I'm 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 I haven't achieved like one percent of what I can do in photography and as a human being also. So um, yeah, we're in the process of learning. But you know don't don't be too serious. Life it's just life. Uh, work very hard, but you can also be make jokes and be
0: silly sometimes. It's okay. It's okay to be. To be both. Well, where can people find you? Because you told me also like do you, you, you have courses, you have different things where people... I am working on the courses.
1: I am working on the courses and these courses are going to be very different from any things that people had seen before because now I'm going to tell the people that you can make magic with photography. You can make unusual photography without any use of digital uh, softwares or filters. And my camera is... Here's my camera my camera is a five-year-old camera it's like for some people it's not even a professional camera so my course is gonna be how to make magic with the camera that you have without buying anything without buying any expensive stuff or accessories i have friends who have like fifty euro gear for cameras it's like dude why 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 you need all that or you know it's like the guys who have like 25 guitars but he cannot play a board what Just one guitar is enough. One camera, enough. Cheap one. No need anything. No computer, no nothing. Just, so my idea is to transmit this creativity and all the things that I've learned uh, on my own and to tell them it's possible. And I see a lot of my followers are doing a lot of things inspired by my work and that makes me the most happy guy. Inspiring is the best thing because all my art comes
0: from the artists who were before me who inspired me. So it's, it's, yeah. That's the, that's the higher level that's that's next to the spiritual level is being a teacher. Thank you for teaching us so much uh, today. I really, really appreciate that for everyone who's listening. Go visit the links that I'm uh, going to share on the description. Definitely follow the guy on, on Instagram. I've been following you for a long time. So uh, thank you so much, Sasha, for your insights. All right, bro. You are doing a wonderful job.
1: Thank you for your invitation. And I'm so glad that we finally made it. <laughs> uh, never, whenever, whenever it happens to, be, to you to be in France or now let's, let's meet and have a drink together. I'll be happy to see you in person, my friend. For sure. man. let's do it. Thank you. Thank you very much. Take care. Bye.